0: like in french yeah and she's just like in english do you guys call it green fire and we're standing at this street corner and it was the most confusing moment i've ever had in my life and it's not even like i was trying to laugh at her or be disrespectful but it was more just no, like no, no. sincere confusion like i had no clue what was going on i thought she was joking <laughs> she was dead ass we we're both looking at each other on the street corner. <laughs> Meanwhile, the light has changed three or four times. People are walking by us, looking at us <laughs> like, like, what is wrong with these two people? Why are these two people just standing here at the street corner, looking at each other, not even talking? We're just looking at each other, confused. And I was just like, okay.
1: Yo, I can imagine because like green fire sounds mad mythical. So yo! someone told me like, is it called a green fire? I'm like, yo, what? <laughs> like. <laughs> Did you just open up a portal to <laughs> somewhere? Like, hold on. Yo. Like, gre- I'd be lost.
0: No jo- no joke. It was, it was, It's one of the few times in my life where I was just like, I've never smoked weed. And I feel like if I smoked weed, this moment would have been heightened in a way. It would make sense. It would have been. I would have been on her same wavelength and we wouldn't have even stopped. I would have just looked at her and been like, you're damn right it is. And we would have just kept walking. <laughs> <laughs> As so a, like
1: high key and then for the rest of your life she's like yeah green lights and then people are gonna be like what she's like D- didn't you tell me it's a green light and you're like
0: yeah yeah green yeah. fire you on you're you're on the right page girl yeah
1: that's the thing so That's actually funny
0: as one of the so I, I i don't smoke weed i've never smoked weed i've never tried it and i feel like there's so many experiences in my life that i'm i'm definitely confused or missing out on and now that it's legal, even more so, my friends are just like, well, I mean, now it's legal. So it's not even fun if we get you to smoke it. And I was always just like, but I mean, what? Why? why? Isn't this, aren't you guys happy now it's legal? Now we could smoke it. I would, I, it wasn't like I wasn't smoking it because of the legality issue. I mean, my best friends were dealers in high school. So it's just like, no one really cared. No one's paying attention. I would have been able, I legit knew how to roll a J, but never smoked one. Ever. Ever. Because yeah. I used to roll them with my buddy, but never smoke it.
1: You must have had a lot then. You you had a lot of friends. Like, wow.
0: They trusted me, too. Because they would just leave me like... Yeah, there's been some weird situations in my life where people have left me with copious amounts of drugs, knowing full well that, like, Brian ain't going to touch nothing. Yeah, you like... <laughs> I, like the, I like the face you made. Okay, I'll talk i
1: will tell... just like... I'll t- I'm like... Are you sure? Maybe that's what got you started watching <laughs> anime at 1.7 <laughs> speed. I'm just saying.
0: It could be, man. I was trying to find that enlightenment. <laughs> okay. So I'll tell this, wild. I'll tell this story because I don't think I've ever told this story and I don't feel bad telling the story because the person has gone on to do wonderful things and the people that I was with, I I don't really talk to them as much as I used to. So I'm in, my buddy reaches out to me one night we're all supposed to be going out and I'm just like, cool. And we're in the car, and uh, and then a homeboy, like two of the other homeboys, pick us up, and we're driving, and we're going downtown, and we get one of the guys, the guy who's driving, is just like, "Yo, it's just gonna take five minutes. I just got to drop something off," and we're all like, "Okay," so he drives and he takes us yeah. into like some random side street downtown, and like turns off some other side street, and we pull into a parking lot, and then him, the guy in the passenger side. Uh, go get out go to the back take out two big bags go over to this other car give the big bags the other guys give them bags and they get back in the car with the bags and then we leave (laughs) yeah so it's so you you've seen me you know my size some people i'm a big guy uh, uh, like i'm but if you know me, you know I'm a big guy, but I'm not intimidating in the slightest, and that's the disadvantage. That's one thing where it's like, it, the minute you put me in an actual dangerous situation, you've lost because I won't help. I'm not <laughs> like, I mean, if I'm in a fight or flight situation yeah. and I have to fight, I'll fight and I'll hold down. But if I'm in a situation where it's like you, you're trying to intimidate, having me there quiet will help you. But the moment I open my mouth and I start going. Man, I gotta tell you, that last episode of Dragon Ball Z—I don't think that was it. <laughs> you know, if you the type of people that are bringing duffel bags full of money, uh, and possibly duffel bags full of allegedly drugs, have me being the 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 muscle—that seems like a bad decision on all fronts. And that that was that was the story. I don't know why. They're I felt, just
1: pulling up there in the corner with the bags. And then they just to you, and you're like, you know what, guys? Yeah. I do think it's not bad to watch anime at one point. Yeah, so <laughs> like, right,
0: Let's go. I will say this though: one of my favorite experiences is I was hanging out with a, whole, a bunch of like random people, and these two dudes who definitely look like the shadiest of shady characters I've ever met in my life sit down because they overheard me talking about cartoons and TV shows, and these dudes sat down and were just like, "Hey, word, yo, man, that's my favorite show," and then. They just went into, like, the geekiest of geeky conversations. And I'm telling you, if you told me these guys were strapped up, I would have been like, of, of course. Like, why would I question if these guys are strapped up? These homies look strapped up. And then they were talking to me about, like, Finn and Adventure Time. And I was just like, it is always so interesting to see what hits in, in whatever part of the world and whatever group. Like, whoever finds something interesting... I would love to. Yeah. T- I would love to yeah. talk to those guys, the the guys who work on those TV shows, and be like, "How do you feel when your TV yeah, show yeah, yeah. hits in like with street like street kids and like just guys who, who strap up and run around in the streets, just living their best life, but are also hardcore killers that would just take care of business if they have to? But for some reason, they like to laugh at your show.
1: Yo, but isn't that cartoons
0: though? Yeah, like,
1: I feel like a lot of like. People from the streets are like high key, like cartoon
0: fanatics. Oh, do yeah, for real, for real, for real. Uh, there was a convention in New York I went to, and one of the guys, the, one of the panels was hip hop, kung fu, and comic books, and that was one of my favorite panels I've Yo. ever been to. It was like it was real. That
1: sounds like it was lit.
0: Yeah, the one of the guys on the panel was from DC Comics. One of the guys was a was a banger who was turned hip hop artist who was in a wheelchair because he'd gotten shot. And then the other guy was um, – who was the other dude? I don't remember who the other dude was. But they were talking about the intersection between hip-hop culture, kung fu culture, and comic books. And then they started talking about – speaking of uh, that new Shang-Chi movie that's supposed to come out, they were talking about that character a lot because they were talking like Bruce Lee and that whole movement in the 70s of, and like early late 70s, early 80s martial art type thing. It was really dope. Oh, shout-outs yeah. to – Uh, Just quick shout-outs to Vanessa. That would have
1: been my favorite.
0: Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I didn't want to cut you off. I just want to say shout-outs to all the people who are tuned in on IG and the people that are tuned in on Facebook. And now that we're officially on Facebook properly, uh, let us begin. Islin. I am so happy to have you on the show. How are you doing today? (laughs) You're so cute. I'm
1: good, man. Thanks for having me here. I'm actually mad
0: excited. Uh, So one of the first things that I was asked to tell you uh, was from one of my followers on IG uh they are in love with your IG stories like the video game bobbing character things you're doing there like one guy was just like Yo. one guy was just like is she single cuz any girl that can blend hip hop and like gaming in like in like a perfect TikTok video is the type of girl I want in my life and i was just like i will ask <laughs> But I I would imagine with a smile like that, she probably isn't. I'll tell you that now.
1: Yo, you guys are killing me. Yo, like dead ass, like my little sister, she's on TikTok and she knows everything. Okay. And she's like, yo, you should like, you're a crackhead at home. So you should just do (laughs) videos. And I was like, I like, I'll just do it for fun. Like, I was really just like, what you see there. It's like me chilling at home, like that at home, awesome. we're crackheads. And so I just started posting it, and then people are just like, bro. And I'm like, y'all like this content? Yo, Damn. for real. I mean, thanks for rocking with
0: me. The character. It's so funny. When What was the one this morning that the uh, it ended with his parents are away in Cuba and he invited you? Like, I <laughs> I, I was crying. I was just like, what? Like and, I, and that was the first one. And I was just like, oh, these are only going to get crazy. So I just started scrolling through all of them and laughing my head off like so, <laughs> yo are, Thanks,
1: G. Are you, Yo,
0: is tiktok gonna be something that you're, you're gonna continue like i know this is quarantine times a lot of people are jumping on tiktok i've been i've been seeing like i jumped on it a couple months ago before the quarantine just because i've been hearing people talking about it and i like to one of the things i do for branding is i lock down my my name on all the social media apps as quickly as possible so like when a new app shows up I try and lock down the account yeah. for Brian holiday just so that no one else can mess with my name, you know, like out there doing stuff in my name. It's all, un- all yeah, yeah, on. Yeah. name.
1: That's smart.
0: Yeah. So when I saw, so then I started seeing everybody I know jumping on it during the quarantine. And I was just like, man, I really should have started doing those videos. I would have been ahead of the curve here. And then you came <laughs> along with your, like your light set up and your whole thing and, and your family doing dances and stuff. And I was just like, Nope, this is not for me. I wouldn't have done this. I wouldn't have <laughs> yeah. done <it> as well. <laughs> I know I wouldn't have done as well.
1: Bro, stop it. You would have killed it. You <laughs> would do, do a whole, like, Transformers-as-people-you-know-in-the-office type thing. You would go viral.
0: Oh, my God. I have so many Legos. You just made me think of something. I might have to start doing I'm some some Lego stuff. Because I have, like, I can have the X-Wing fighting the the Quinjet. Nah, I'm just playing. I can't do that. I, I'm a 36-year-old man. If I start doing videos with Lego... <laughs> <Come> on, <bro. laughs>
1: <laughs> don't nobody care that's true it's about what you do
0: true 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 so tell me a bit so i'm really excited because you are launching a series um that, that that's going to be you producing and writing content with people is it just writing or are you showing them music production like what's the whole process
1: yo so basically for this series what the whole concept behind this was an idea i've had at work for a bit it was i was like damn I feel like teaching people how to write like the structure of writing yeah because I know a lot of singers and I know a lot of artists and they have a hard time writing but when I meet up with them they're like oh my god like your technique is so dope it's so easy so I was like let me teach people how to do it so this first series I was going to start off by teaching people how to write I wanted to go to things that are really relatable so the one that I'm releasing tomorrow's how to write a hit r&d love song from like the 90s oh dope real easy stuff but then i'm thinking of maybe making a little bit more on like especially rapping because freestyle is kind of been my niche and i feel that people would kind of want to boost so it's really focused on just writing a song for now
0: okay and have you been writing for how long have you been writing how long have you been making music
1: yeah i would say a hot minute like i've always I've been involved in music and singing since i was like a young kid my mom herself is a huge hip-hop head oh dope so ever since i was a kid like when i got my first mp3 player she was like you're not listening <laughs> to no eminem you're not oh. listening it's run dmc it's kirk franklin oh like,
0: <laughs> okay all
1: of that she put me on so i have to tell you yo i'm telling you she's a she's a og she knows her sounds but um Yo, for real, since I was a young kid, writing has always been something I did. Uh, When I grew up and I was in high school, three of us girls were actual singers and we decided to form a group. And at that time, I hadn't developed my singing yet. Mm. And so they taught me a bit how to sing, but they're like, you're good at rap. So anything that was like a rap part, that was me. And then I got classes. I was part of the gospel choir. And then that's how like singing got a bit more perfected.
0: Okay. So did you feel a connection to the left eye of life? Because that's like, was it a little bit TLC? Like what, you know, Lisa left-eye? I mean, she's, she's easily one of my favorite artists. And when it came to rapping, a lot of people would don't put her, don't give her her flowers, but she deserves her flowers. Like she held it down. And the the some of the best TLC tracks you can link back to just, don't get me wrong. Uh, T-Boz and Chili were great and they brought their voices to it. But then when when Left Eye yo. would bring out that energy, you'd be like, oh, yo, this is a I, this is a banger. Like I can bop to this, you know, and I feel like she a lot of people were just yeah. back in the day. And that's the unfortunate part. Right. Commercial radio didn't want to play hip hop back then. So there's a lot of times where they would have to do a radio edit version that didn't have the rap at all.
1: Yo, that's whack. Yeah, I still don't get that.
0: And now so now I didn't I didn't no, realize for real. it
1: really looks like that.
0: I didn't realize you did the hip hop thing. I'm a I'm I'm a, I don't uh, know how to rap at all. I- <laughs> when did you discover your skills as a freestyle okay, artist? I'm going
1: to do a video. I'm, I'm gonna have to do a video then. I'm going to do rap 101.
0: Yes, please. Because some of us who live in the culture and no. and have been like that's the thing no, I- for real. I used to host a radio hip hop show all the time and I I was always just like listening to the music and I felt like, I mean, I know I don't have to be a rapper to be able to listen to this and to play this music, but I kind of feel like I would have a better understanding if I tried to see what it was like and then I would freestyle and I'd be like, nope, nope, not at all. Yeah, Yo. <laughs> it was very much. <laughs> it was like, well,
1: it's, it's it's not hard. It's practice. It's okay. practice. I would say it's practice.
0: Okay, and th- so when you were doing it and you were practicing, what was like? Because that's the thing. I practiced, but I was just like, I suck at this, so I'm gonna stop. You practice, and you're just like, I I'm okay at this. I can get better. Like, what what told you? What was the motivation to continue?
1: Yo, low key, I have to say, not only, this isn't only for rap, this is also for music for me, is that I always had a pull to it. Mm. When you start off in anything, you're not really that good. And like me, when I was a kid, I was friends with girls that had been singing in the church for like years. So these girls can do riffs and runs. And I was friends with the dudes that like collect J. Cole CDs. So these people knew rap. And I would always look at them and I'd be like, yo, I'm not that good. But I feel such like a draw to rap. Like when I was a kid, one of my favorite artists was like Lil Wayne because he would just spit corny verses and like catchphrases. But I felt like such a drawn to it. Like, I feel like, yo, if I was Lil Wayne, like I would be in my power. So that's what kind of kept me in and just never kind of giving up on it and keeping it to myself. And then eventually when you open up to people, people are like, damn, you're good. And I was like, Really? So I'm just just playing. I'm
0: just playing at this point. Who were your favorite hip hop artists? Little Wayne, you've mentioned. Your mom had you listening to Run DMC. But who were like the people that, other than Little Wayne, because you said you skipped Eminem. For example, when I was in high school, even if I didn't want to, Eminem was someone you had to listen to. Like he was around. That was just a thing. And then by the time you, because you're a little bit younger than me, but well, no, quite a bit younger. I'm an old ass man right now. But by the time you were listening to, (laughs) in high school, listening to hip hop, who were the hot people? Like you mentioned J. Cole, you mentioned Lil Wayne. <laughs> what was popping right at that time?
1: Yo, that's a good question. When I was really young, like in primary school, I, would, I remember this because the popular kids were listening to 50 Cent and Eminem. And if you didn't yeah. know 50 Cent or Eminem, you're, you were irrelevant. And I didn't know them at all. But when I got to high school... Everybody was listening to Drake and Big Sean. If you wanted to be like a little bit edgy, you would know Jay-Z. But those were like the top names people would listen or like Lil Wayne, J. Cole, Tyga. Oh, my God. All the popular dudes were blasting Tyga on their little portable Bluetooth (laughs)
0: speaker. My God. I feel like it's such a generational shift. Because if you don't mind me (laughs) asking, you're born after 95? No. Earlier in 95. Right?
1: 97. Oh, shit. I'm still, I'm still a millennial okay let me be a. no millennial. I was gonna say you're not a millennial big,
0: <laughs> I was gonna say because I have a co-worker her and I are always arguing and she's just like she tells me I'm not a millennial and I'm like yo why is it that you get to call yourself a millennial and I'm actually a millennial I was born in 83 I graduated high school at in 2000 like I'm an actual millennial and then she's born in 93 94 and she's always just like nah nah you're old you're gen x you're a Zenial, you're whatever and tries to take it away from me Meanwhile, you're over here wanting to be a millennial. And, wow. And, and I mean, I'm sorry, but. Yo. I, I don't think you get to claim it.
1: I'm a 90s baby. <laughs> yeah, Let me be I great. I don't, <laughs> you know? I don't know if Let you me get be to, great. I don't know if you get Yo, to... your generation, every single time I say, like, I'm born in 97, like, I'll just, like, say a joke, right? I'll be like, damn, I haven't eaten since 1997. And they all stop what they're doing and look at me and be like, oh, my God. And I'm just like, don't say it. <laughs> Don't say it. Yeah. I, I listen. I listen to 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 Big Papa, and and I know who Tupac is. Let me be great. <laughs> you know?
0: My God, wait were you were you around when they passed? You're not even a yo. You're not around when they passed.
1: Funny fact: Tupac died on my birthday a oh. year before I was born.
0: Oh my God, that is the. <laughs> I like that you call yourself a '90s baby in the sense that you were literally born in the, in the, at the end of the '90s. You are an actual '90s baby. Yeah.
1: <laughs> let me be great
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? don't get me wrong it's funny because the same way you oh, are shit, now Z, is I, what...
1: love, I love the 90s that's
0: why. I'm... no and, and that's the thing I can imagine being born in w- when you were born I won't say it again because I don't want to I don't want to shame you any more than I have but being a child <laughs> being young in the early 2000s and just consuming all the content that was created in the 90s and the internet being just readily available showing you like everything that was created in the 90s as soon as the internet became a thing we were all just trying to put it on the internet as much as possible that was a thing when i was a kid like if you Feel had a, real. if you had a CD, if someone had a cassette, if there was a movie, people were just like, rip it to the internet somehow, put it on YouTube, like anything you can. So you're you're there sitting down like, Feel yo, th- these adults, these like '80s and '70s babies are on their internet are just like, giving me all the free content, like all. I- <laughs> so I get it. I get it. Listen. Yeah. That's, yo. that's pretty, that's pretty <laughs> fucking awesome. i am telling you,
1: like, for me, the 90s, I'll cling on to it. People, like, argue, like, it's, the cutoff is 95. I'm like, that sign can't stop me because I can't read.
0: <laughs> yes, that's, yo. That I mean, that's fair, though. I, I get wanting the 90s to, because as someone who lived through the 2000s pretty much as an adult, like, I, no, I was a teenager. I graduated from high school in 2000, so... Watching the world yeah. in 2000 and just kind of like seeing everything be the way it was, I could understand why the 90s seems like so much better. Because the 2000 early 2000s didn't really the 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 knots is that what it's called the aughts? I don't know what the the term is for the two zeros. Like there's like a term in the UK that they use the uh, the knots. It's like the the 80s, 90s, the knots and the tens and the twenties. Yeah, the Brits have a number or a term for everything. Wow, but that's the thing. Like, you I, see,
1: I don't know that because I'm not part of that generation. Fair, so I fair. Know of
0: course, that. of course. Have you ever, have you ever just outright lied <laughs> about being born earlier in the '90s? Like, I definitely, when I was younger, would regularly lie to older girls, being like, "Oh no, I'm born in, like '79, girl." Like, I would give myself four years. One hundred.
1: <laughs> Yo, high key though. I don't. Like, I don't because people assume I'm like born in 93, 95 usually. So when I say I'm born in 97, nine times out of 10 people like stop and look at me like, what? You are a child. And I'm like, excuse me, i pay the same taxes you do. Okay. We're the same.
0: Same page. Same page. (laughs) My God. Okay. I just.
1: But for real, like naturally people think like, oh, 92, 93, 95
0: okay but they don't, and and they're not saying it as in you look older they're just saying it because your cultural references like the because you know so much about oh sorry cut out what were you saying
1: yeah it's like i was the youngest in my class okay yeah because usually i've always been the youngest of my class to this day most of my friends are 24 25 26 27 all the way to 30 Mm. so just naturally i've always been with like the years older than me yeah and so i usually like what they refer to what they're doing like what's going on in kind of that generation i'm also familiar but i'm the oldest of five kids so i'm also familiar with like what these little kids are doing
0: oh my god okay so you got to explain some of the things that the kids are into right now first off uh f- because you explained this to me and i really appreciated it and uh brandon and i talked about it on the the show a couple like couple days ago and i oop which you explained to me stands for and i oop <laughs> can can you give for those of us who don't know i know yeah. now because you informed me Thank you. I genuinely appreciate that. Because Brandon and I talking about it on that other episode <laughs> made us sound insanely old. Like, we sounded old when we were just like, I oop? what does that mean? Like, we just, that's not, that's not a good look. That wasn't a good look. I looked back at that and I was just like, oof, if ever I wanted the kids not to watch yo. my show, I did that, that, I set the line there. <laughs> so, and Oh my God, yo, you dead... Please tell me, what you is kill it? Me. R- tell 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 like, me again.
1: When you <laughs> like, just when you told me that, I was like, wait, there's some people who don't know what this means. Like, it comes from like, so there's this drag queen that's really popular if you follow internet culture. This person is hilarious, and they make a video and it's a story time. And when the person gets up, they bang their crotch on the table and they're like, and I. Won't But then they freeze for like 30 seconds and they go like, okay, that's it. I'm turning off the camera. And so (laughs) it's now like it became a meme. But now it's like a term you say when like you're taken aback. Like, I don't know. Someone says like, yo, what's wrong with your hair? And you're like, what's wrong with your hair? And you'd be like, and I, (laughs) that's that's basically
0: what it means. I just like that. (laughs) That's basically what it is. I like that the moment comes from someone hitting their crotch. And it's turned into a line for just sheer shock of like the audacity of the return. Like, and I,
1: yo, that I... that's what it is. Like anytime someone says something, like we'd be at our work and I had this one coworker, he was just so funny and he'd be like, yo, why, why is, why, why is this patient calling me? Like, uh, da, 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 da. and everyone would be like, oh, like, uh,
0: yeah, <laughs> that's,
1: that's basically what it is.
0: Are there any other things, any other sayings that I, as an old-ass man uh, who doesn't understand TikTok needs to know as I venture back into the TikTok world? I feel like there's a lot of stuff I'm missing. I also feel like my hat's not fitting my head properly and I look like a dork so I'm going to face that.
1: In TikTok?
0: Yeah. TikTok culture. Okay, first things first. Why are the dances so popular?
1: (laughs) Yo, that's that's a good question. Okay. Like, honestly, because for those who don't know, TikTok is actually an application that oh. was created by in China. Yeah. So it's not an American app. It's a Chinese app. And it just blew up in China and just blew up in the States. Yeah. And like some, like I don't know if people know, but China has this thing where it's laws where they don't take American brands, they copy it. So example, Uber doesn't exist in China. They have their own rendition. TikTok was kind of the Chinese rendition of what Vine was. And Vine had evolved to a point where people were like lip syncing and like looking cute and just like singing and like that's it. Yeah. And so they made their rendition, but they were kind of like doing cooler stuff. So by the time it came to the states, people were like doing like these old dances and looking kind of like Vine. Yeah. But it evolved to the point where like people wanted to do like these complex dances yeah like fifteen seconds or under, and it just blew these kids up, you know?
0: Yeah, because some of these kids have huge followings. Uh I see. Like there, there are kids who have TikTok accounts with millions of followers who get who are, like, brand ambassadors and get invited to, like, conventions and stuff just for kids to, like, come out and see. There's, like, like VidCon, which is a thing that I don't understand or know what those words even mean. I assume it means video convention. You don't know what VidCon is? I know the words video and convention together make VidCon, and I assume it's a convention for people who make video content but do i have i ever watched anything from vidcon do i get what vidcon is yes and no (laughs) wow it's a time like this where you don't want to claim to be a millennial this is when you don't want to be (laughs) one of us
1: (laughs) like like let me let me rewind you i gotta rewind you okay so remember vine right yes
0: of course Vine, okay. Vine's so one of the things Vine- I remember, cause I like Vine was cool when I was still like, tw- like I'm I'm an original Twitter user, and then Vine came along, and IG came along, and we were just like, oh okay, these kids coming out with these new things, we're still gonna be over here with our 140 characters, anyways. <coughs> you can add pictures Yo. now. <laughs> <Sorry>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like you actually killed me cuz I'm just like okay wow so
0: okay
1: I, I had get, my space time.
0: I had my space okay <laughs> Yo bro
1: it's like when Vine first came out like it was funny yeah but then it got to this point where kids like my age this was like maybe 5 or 6 years ago give or take yeah. where they were like doing funny videos like you know like hood vines and all that stuff like people were doing that and it was super funny but then there's like these precise kids that were not ugly let's just say that okay and they would do funny like skits and stuff but they would also like lip sync to songs and Mm. they blew up and got like really a huge following so there's this business guy who met up with them and was like Let's form a collective of, of you kids that like do pranks and like it's it's really nothing like it's no-brainer stuff. Yeah. But he was like, I'm gonna get you guys into a group and we're gonna tour the United States because people love you and they can pay a hundred dollars for a ticket and see you. And that was MagCon. And MagCon blew up. It's disbanded now and okay. probably like not people older than me wouldn't know and kids really young would not know. Okay. But they blew up up like these kids were the kings of the internet at the time and them the popular viners the popular youtubers and all that would go to vidcon and vidcon is like a huge convention of like youtubers now it's tiktokers before yeah. there's a lot of viners and you got like there's a ton of 30 year old there's we talking about there's like 30 year olds with families that do family vlogs that go there They're like, yeah They're famous. but that's
0: that's the thing i find interesting about like social media you have the different groups and yeah. b- by god when you do the next one the if you do a um the the same type of thing you've been doing with the video the the like video game thing but if you do like the youtuber the uh, the, IG, the instagrammer the twitter the oh please for me please dedicate that one to me i would love that but yeah oh, oh <laughs> all right and I then you. and then you could do okay. a, a nod to like the myspacers and it's just us crying in a corner right. looking at the internet shaking back and forth alone just broken because no one cared about us and we died. Yo, uh, you people are crazy. Uh, you are
1: not that old.
0: No, but I mean, it was just funny because MySpace, so uh, there's actually a study and I don't know where it is now, <clears throat> but there's a study that shows MySpace and the rise and fall of MySpace and they use that as a graph to identify yeah. when other social media apps, oh, my camera's falling, when other social media apps might start to fall to the wayside. They use it as a consp- uh, as a comparison because MySpace was the, the perfect example of viral popularity and then a complete fall off. Um, and it's like, I, yeah. get, I, I, I didn't read the full study, but I know that they were able to pinpoint certain things that MySpace did that really messed up the brand. Like, you know, going too corporate, uh, aligning themselves with specific different uh, brands and stuff like that, that weren't necessarily favorable to a younger demographic and so on and so forth. Because they, you know, at the time, they didn't think that young people had the money or potentially didn't have the money to invest in these things. So they didn't, they, they were trying to get that classic demographic of 25 to 34 or 55 or whatever. When, you know, kids who are 18 to 25 were the ones actually using the internet and social media.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: So, you know, in that my...
1: makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That would explain why something like YouTube and face, maybe not Facebook, but YouTube won't falter because eight-year-olds like there's this eight-year-old that does toy reviews that's yeah. got a million of followers but there's also like 50 year olds that do their own niche that have millions of followers as well like youtube identifies with everybody so yeah. i don't see it really going away whereas like something like myspace when they like swooped in one demographic that demographic went peace and then
0: yeah fell off. i i really do and i mean even for facebook like last year when i was at my job the All the interns are around your age and there's one point where I was sitting and I, I genuinely wanted to understand and I asked the interns, I was just like, okay, why do you use this specific app to communicate with your friends over any other app? So some of them are using Snapchat, some of them are using IG, some of them are using Messenger, some of them are using What's, uh, WhatsApp, uh, none of them were using Telegram, which is the one I use. And I, I, was, I was just like, okay, so no one really cares about Telegram. And then we just had this conversation and it was interesting to understand. (laughs) I see you laughing at Telegram. Telegram's for the old people.
1: I don't know what that is. Like what you just said, I was like, a Telegram? Like in
0: the World (laughs) War II? No, yeah. So Telegram was one of the original... Okay, so this is where I get to be a geek and I get to show a little bit of my knowledge. The (laughs) encryption, text message encryption game has been a very interesting one. And they've been trying to... uh, everyone's been trying to do um uh point to point encryption right and uh mark cuban who owns the dallas mavericks actually was one of the biggest investors in an app called cyberdust if i'm not mistaken and that was one of the like first 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 peer to peer encryption like they were like And, like, it was the same way how Snapchat has the dissolving message. They had that from the beginning. So you could send a message, it dissolved, and it was also encrypted. And that was a big thing. And then Telegram became popular in uh, parts of Europe and the Middle East. Unfortunately, it got linked to a lot of, like, negative terrorist activity because some of the, like, supposedly some of the cells were using it as a way to communicate because the encryption was so good at the time. And the, they also had an option mm-hmm. where, like, the stuff would disappear. But then I ended up, by the time, and then what's up. Okay. At- WhatsApp at the time was still growing and doing really well and everyone was using WhatsApp because it offered like, you know, essentially you could text message anyone anywhere in the world as long as they had Wi-Fi and I was just like, that's fair. But then yeah. uh, WhatsApp wasn't encrypted at the time and Telegram was. So all me and my friends all switched over to Telegram and it's not because we had anything to hide. Like a lot of people were just like, why are y'all switching over to this encrypted app? And I was just like, because I feel like cybersecurity yeah. is important. Like we are putting so much information out into the world. it's good. It's a good idea to have have some layer of protection, so like, yes, I'm just talking stupidity with my best friend, but I don't necessarily want someone to hack that stupidity and have access to all of our conversations, you know what I'm saying? And then that's just what it was. E- eventually, it's he-
1: fair enough because my brother is really into like,
0: no, that. sorry, go ahead.
1: No, you cut out what was that?
0: Oh, I was saying, go ahead, you were saying your brother's really into oh, is it still cutting? Yeah,
1: he's oh. really into cybersecurity and like that whole niche like even he had his own computer he like he someone gave him like this broken laptop and he ordered parts and built it from scratch and even him he was like reading on these books and stuff and he told my mom like yeah you should switch to this mail account and she's like why and he's like well google tracks all your emails yeah and i mean he's like what 18 like what does he have but he's really big on he's like i don't have anything to hide but he's just like what I do is my business. I yeah. don't think it's fair that anybody else has access to what I do. So he's got like his email account is like this, uh, Swedish, this Swedish email server <laughs> and it's it encrypts your emails. And yo, I, I get what he's saying. Like, I get that. You, you're like, why should anybody else stop yeah. talking about, you know? Yeah.
0: Like we, it's so, it's such a funny thing to tell people, what do you have to be afraid of? What are you hiding as opposed to the idea of like, well, you're allowed to have your own privacy. And that's the funny thing. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Uh, okay. So I'm excited. You know, it's you're,
1: really, it's just that. It's just like.
0: You're, you're, you're going to be dropping those videos on IG. They're going to be coming out on IG. Are they going to be available on any other platforms? Which ones? Uh, the videos, the the writing videos. They're like writing, composing, freestyling, um, R&B composer, all that. Everything that you're going uh, to feed to the people. Um,
1: oh. Yeah, 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 that is going to be, I drop, drop it. It's an IGTV. Okay. So I'm dropping it on IGTV. I tried to post it on Facebook, but when I did, it lowers the quality like oh. it really lowers the quality i'm really at loss so i want to fix it but currently i'm trying to push all my content around tiktok instagram twitter and facebook okay it's just a question of like facebook is jacking up my quality i don't know why yeah i, I didn't mark zuckerberg
0: but like <laughs> zuckerberg. i am a computer i will help you fix this sorry i mean that's a bad zuckerberg impression Actually, a Zuckerberg impression would be have less words and just look really sad and confused. <laughs> yo. yo, Zuckerberg, I'm on your platform dissing you. Do you care? No, you're a billionaire. I see how it is. <laughs> <The> right, yes. <laughs> this man, yo, shout outs to Jack Dorsey. <laughs> yeah. Is it Dorsey, the guy from Twitter? He's donating a billion dollars to 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 the co- the coronavirus research stuff. Wow, I feel like these billionaires need to step up. That's
1: that's impressive. I don't
0: like legit at this point. I mean, yo, like I get that.
1: Like that's a lot of money. Yeah, like, yeah.
0: I get that. The idea of like, you know, it, it's mine. Why do I have to give it to you? The whole American dream is like, I worked hard yeah. to get here, so I don't owe it to anybody. But at the same time. You are working off the backs of, like, without the people, Twitter doesn't exist. So I get Jack being like, yo, let me give this money out. It's like Amazon. If none of us were buying anything, would you have Amazon? You know?
1: You know what I mean? First of all, I deserve sponsorship
0: from Amazon. Amazon, if you hear <laughs> this, sponsor me because <laughs> yo. listen, uh, yo, right now in the with this global pandemic situation and the quarantine, I thankfully I haven't gone crazy. Uh, I especially since I got laid off, so I was just like, maybe I should be out here buying everything. So I stopped buying stuff for a minute, but the 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 temptation on the daily basis to just order something to receive a gift you know that feeling when you like get the, the hear the doorbell and you're just like something's here for me and it's like nah man that's not healthy that's yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah it's not
1: healthy. i know but like yeah. you know like, <laughs> yeah. i did a huge like i feel you i feel you on that like i haven't ordered things in like a long time and i just did like this huge clean out and renovation of my room and i was like instead of buying stuff i don't need like yeah let me let me let me buy Adult stuff. Let me buy drawers. (laughs) Let me buy like hangers and organizers and like all those things. And I was like, you know what? If I want to start like actually doing the content that I've been wanting to do, let me invest in like a ring light, a tripod. And ever since I got those things, I don't know how to act. Is this how (laughs) young people feel? Is this how it feels? Is this how it feels to be a content creator? Yo,
0: I mean, you see the background here. You see the mic stand. Like as soon as I got all this stuff and moved into this space, I like I got laid off and my first thought was well I guess I'm just going to podcast daily now. Like what I have no reason not to. I have the equipment. No. I know people. Y'all are awesome. Yeah. I want to talk to you guys every day. I want to brag about how amazing you people are. So seems like seems That's like really a, it seems like a simple plan. Okay. It's really it. Asland, I loved talking with you today thank you so much for coming on not a journalist and and geeking out and teaching me so much i really appreciate all the (laughs) stuff you taught me uh i'm gonna keep watching your content i am looking forward to the twitter ig uh whatever like game opening character selection i i please for me i i will i got you i got you i'm so excited for real um i got you yeah, and, and don't forget my space crying in a corner. Uh yeah, that's it. I mean, thank you so much for coming through. And uh it, do you want to tell people what your handles are on your social media?
1: Yo, all right, man. Thanks for having me. My handles are on IG at hip hop tycoon, as well as Snapchat. And my Twitter is Trapping in Heaven. Uh TikTok <laughs> as well, Trapping, T-R-A-P-I-N-I-N-H-E-A-V-E-N. That is me.
0: Dope. Thank you so much. That is all, folks. Thank you once again for tuning in to another edition of Not a Journalist. Uh, we're going to be back tomorrow. Oh, wait, tomorrow's Wednesday. Oh, Geek Tastic Cypher tomorrow. If you guys are tuned in, uh, make sure to tune in to Geek Tastic Cypher tomorrow. Also, your last chances to vote are coming April 12th is the deadline Eleven fifty nine PM one entry per person the ballot uh you have to fill out 25 categories minimum uh morning detour for best radio show Wizzy moon chaser for best radio host franklinarmstrong.com for best website action figgy skinny for best ig yep. geek tastic cypher for best podcast category 24. thank you Aislinn so much guys we're out take care everybody peace This was another edition of Not A Journalist with Brian Holiday for franklinarmstrong.com. You guys can check out all things Franklin on franklinarmstrong.com. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at astrongfranklin. You can follow me on all platforms at Brian Holiday, B-R-I-A-N-H-O-L-I-D-A-E. And that's it. Thank you so very much.